Tim. Hey, what's up, Mike? What's going on? How you doing this evening? Friday night, TGIF. Friday night, baby. Had a good uh, week at work. Um, feeling fresh, feeling good. Got a workout in. Here, hanging out with you. It's been a while. It has been a while. Did you know this is our 20th episode of MCT? Hell yeah, baby. Wow. How did that happen? 20. Pretty quickly. It's like they flew by, I guess. Yeah, it's about half a year's worth of episodes, I guess. Or no, it's more than a year now. Because we do them like once a month. Once a month, yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Very exciting. Um, The people love it. If it wasn't for the people, we wouldn't be doing this. It was the feedback. Something crazy is going on with your computer screen. Are you seeing this at all? No. Okay. It's normal right now. I'll tell you when something happens. Oh, oh it just I see happened. It. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's weird. That's like some ring shit. This is for the viewers watching us on YouTube. Are you seeing this ring type shit happening with Timmy's computer? Am I going to get seven dazed? I'll flip my shit. I see Fine. it. That's very strange. I'm sorry. That's all right. Doesn't affect the audio quality, which is the most important thing, right? True. Good point. <sighs> so, my kid's at a babysitter, so, so, you know, I can do whatever I want, okay? I'm drinking a high life right now. Great Yeah, model. my bad. When you texted me earlier and you and you said you were gonna like wait until Tammy got home, I, I thought that meant like she was gonna take like baby handoff. That was the realize. original plan, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And then plans changed. Sweet. But here we are. You got a post work workout in and now we're fucking rocking. I haven't yeah. been to the gym in so long. I've been drinking so much beer, I feel like a big, fat, bloated whale, just full of suds at all times. But it's tough to find time. And I have, I don't have a bench or anything. I have two 30 pound dumbbells that I can do some stuff with, you know, and I could do body weight stuff. But it's just, I can't, I tried the other day. I just can't work out here. I need to go to the gym to, Whatever it is, like fucking putting on the gym clothes and walking into the gym, it's like, and it's like there, I'm there to fucking work. Here, all my toys are here, my video games, all the distractions. When I'm there, it's like, we're here to fucking go to war. You know yeah, it's I mean? like going to the library at college. Like, you can't do anything else. Once you go there, like, all right, I guess I have to study. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and I'm kind of the opposite, but I get it. Like, we're very much creatures of habit. I, yeah. I, I wrote off the gym back when I was in college because, like, <clears throat> I've I've always looked like this. I've yes. always been the skinny <laughs> dude. Like, I can get tone, and that's mm. about it. I might get like abs. That's about it. I'm never going to be a big dude. Yeah. So I, I just remember going to the gym at, up at Bloomsburg, and like, it, it had mirrors kind of lining the walls and i was just doing a little workout like on a basic bench and Mm -hmm. these meatheads told me to move the fuck out of the way are you serious but they told me to move (laughs) because they wanted to look at themselves in the mirror and i was like in between them and the mirror and i was like Uh, (laughs) this isn't gold's gym bro we're fucking bloomsburg relax (laughs) yeah What's the Bloomsburg mascot? I have no idea. Husky. It's actually some cool colors. That's it's like cool. 
maroon, a little silver in there. I think like some gold. Let's go Huskies, babe. Yeah. I know a lot of people that went to Bloomsburg. Some of them graduated. Some of them didn't. What Raising can hand, you do? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't graduate any of the three colleges I went to either. <laughs> it's not picking it up on camera, but I wanted to. I got some over here. Like, I was going to get changed, but I just wanted to, you know, show solidarity with all parents listening. Uh, my shirt, you know, I washed my I washed my little work outfit last night. You know, I got all, you know, thought about it, dressed up. Then I uh, came home from work and just got puked on a bunch. But <laughs> that's life. That's like, there's like a... Uh, a badge for parents of newborns that I've discovered. And it's like, especially if you wear all black clothes, which I pretty much do. I'm not right now, but it's like a little fucking mark on your shoulder of spit up (laughs) on Mm. on all your clothes. But that's me. That's life. I'm covered in puke, covered in shit, covered in piss. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. It's like the rite of passage. I mean, I used to see it in the restaurant too. Like, a kid would just like explode out their diaper oh, out the yeah. back of like the high chair. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they wait until the most embarrassing time for their parents to pull that shit. You know, it's, it's just the way of life. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I'm drinking high life. So I recently went to a party, an old friend named Megan had her birthday party and I went and I brought, okay. So there's this drink called a spaghetti. Have you heard of it? No. So what this is, it's like a um, shit. I knew I was going to do this. I should have wrote it down. Okay, I'll think of it. But it's a high life. And what you do is you take the high life and you do a slug, clear out a little space. Clear out the neck. And then you dump in a red liquor. That's Italian. Slow gin? No. Campari? The uh, 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 is there one with an A? Hold on, this is infuriating. Amaretto, no, it's Campari. Is it Campari? Hold on, uh, spaghetti ingredients. This is so annoying. My bad. I guess I could have been looking it up as you were. Aperol, fucker. Aperol. There it is. Aperol. So it's like you dump in a little bit of Aperol and you dump in a little bit of lemon juice or squeeze lemon into it. Um, But I, so I went to this party. I packed a cooler full of High Life's bottle of Aperol in there, bottle of fresh lemon juice that I juiced a bag of lemons earlier that day. Hell yeah. And you make you fucking it's just like it's like a quick and dirty um Aperol spritz basically. It's just beer with fucking Aperol and lemon in it and it's really fucking good. But if you're ever looking for something to bring to a party, fucking pack a cooler with high lifes, which are a hit on their own. Who doesn't like a fucking high life? High lifes are yeah, kind of like paps, they get like I don't know, like a 
bad connotation for being a shitty beer. And it's like, no, they're fine. <laughs> Get off your high horse. Show yep. respect to the American macro brew, okay? <laughs> it got us through the hardest times in our lives and the best. So apparently it tastes and smells much like Campari. And I think it is produced by Campari. Aperol? But yeah. yeah, but yeah. it is its own like aperitif yeah. thing. But cool. it tastes good as hell. And they're, especially on a hot day, those things go down easy and it's fun. You mix them up. I was mixing them for everybody. And like I said, you got to slug the neck. So I made like five or six rapid fire. I slugged all these necks. Plus I was drinking my own. I was like, oh shit. I'm like about to belch and break the windows in the house. I was so full of <laughs> just fucking beer sucking down bubbles the fucking top part yeah cracking it open and just sucking down the carbonation but happy birthday megan i hope you guys enjoyed the spaghetti. yeah happy birthday megan um i i definitely excuse me dabbled in drinking the neck of a corona putting in a little um tequila oh yeah 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 hey um, uh, that's a little ranch water situation for sure yeah uh what, what i think like the first time Kat's mom in particular finally decided she liked me <laughs> was uh, this is back when my parents still had a shore house down in uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. And they, Kat's like family rented it from us. But like, you know, my parents made them pay like 200 bucks or something ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. or like ridiculously cheap. Uh, anyway, we went down there for, uh, I was down there for probably like four ish days. And it was just me and like, her entire family, like her mom, her two sisters, so her two aunts, uh, her sister and uh, her husband, but they like me. Uh, but it was like my first extended time with her family. And and how long into the relationship is this? This this is like, I was probably around 30. So we were dating at that point for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you're, you take a while to get used to yeah, they they love me now. Like I think it just took them a while to kind of wrap their brain about, around what the hell I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like just spending spend extended period of time with them was great. Anyway, point is there was one night that they they, they just kind of put making drinks for everybody on me. So I made I, I've made it before. I don't know if on this podcast, but definitely on Com Majors with Brian and Jimmy, I I make this gin drink and it's good in the summertime. It's just gin club soda a little simple syrup which is just sugar water mm-hmm. um lime fresh lime juice but the kicker is you rim the glass with um cumin and celery salt and oh! you even sprinkle a little bit of that in there okay. i read it on some article okay. way back in the day and i just like gave it a shot and i was like this is fucking delicious and i also thought it was a good idea because like gin's one of the more unpopular liquors like v- vodka is obviously the most popular because it doesn't taste like anything. You right. can do anything to it. Right. Um, all the brown liquors right now are all the rage, I think, with like your mixology, you know. And you can also drinks. do shots of it. Like gin, you're not you're not doing shots no. of gin. No one does <laughs> shots of gin. And then rum is kind of like, I, I've always viewed it as like the poor man's liquor. So it's kind of like frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, but Unless yeah, you're I, Johnny Depp. Okay, come on. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was like through that week of like spending time with them, I like succeeded in making these drinks. Mm-hmm. And then I think Kat's family finally liked me. <laughs> this guy's all right. This yeah. guy's all right. Do you, does this drink have a name? 
like either in the magazine article or did you give it a name? That's it not wasn't a GQ article from probably like 2010. Hell yeah! Um, Back and when I those don't magazines remember. were still thick. Yeah. I, yeah, I get them in the mail now. They're thin. Oh really? Yeah, they're like <laughs> very sad. Yeah. But I always get these things like, get a year of this magazine for $6 and a free bag. And I'm like, okay, 6 bucks. No <laughs> way in hell you're making any money off this. What are you banking on in one year? I'll forget that I gave you my credit card information so you'll renew it. That is a long play, my friend. <laughs> and how much yeah. did it cost to print these fucking tote bags you're sending Pamphlets. out? <laughs> Crimity. But... What can you do? I love print media, and I'll support it until it no longer exists. But it always will. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me give a shout-out to our friend, your friend and mine, Harrison. You remember Harrison? Of course. <laughs> Harry the Snack Guy on Instagram and YouTube. He recently made... Okay. I was going to talk about this on the big show, the main show, Doom Thugs Monthly, but I didn't want to get in trouble with my friends because he gave me these. He made pizza and uh, vacuum sealed it and froze it and brought it over to me. And uh, I put it in the freezer and he gave me the directions to reheat it. He gave me two Detroit-style pizzas, one with turkey pepperoni so I could eat it and one cheesesteak. Also should throw in some context. I forgot that back in, I guess, once COVID lockdown happened, he that's when he got into like making pizzas on his own, right? Yeah, making them from scratch, making his own dough, sauce, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And I finally got two of them delivered. And the original plan was to cook them up and share them with my friends on Doom Thugs Monthly because we always eat food. But... They were in my freezer too long, and I got too hungry, and we didn't have any other food in the house, so me and my dad cooked them up and took them down. And let me say this, two thumbs up, Harry, the snack guy. These pieces rocked. Detroit-style, thick crust, cheesy, the whole nine yards. Sorry, Adam, Brittany, Warren, my bad, but what can you do? I can't. I'm a I'm like a drug addict. If there's pizza in the house, I'm gonna eat it. Tammy's always like, because I'll eat all the food that's around, right? I'll eat if there's something good in the house, I'm gonna be eating it. And she'll be like, "You ate the whole fucking cake? You didn't save any?" I was like, "I told you to fucking get all of it that you want, eat it or separate it somehow." And she was like, "Just don't eat it." control yourself i was like yeah, easier said than done <laughs> you think i i would if i could you're like like i would a crack you're just telling a crack addict not to smoke crack you know what i mean just oh yeah you, there's a huge bag of crack in the closet just don't, let it be don't, don't smoke, smoke it yeah i'm yeah, gonna like, smoke it there's a everyone has like their staples on, on their grocery list like i, I still buy a, a too much frozen bullshit like a lot of those stofers frozen dinners nice i still think they're really good i still buy hot pockets and i always get oh wow how are you so skinny you son of a bitch (laughs) i hate you and i still get one or two of the red baron pizzas okay and it's usually the first thing i eat (laughs) out of like all of the bullshit i buy 
I'll even get like frozen chicken nuggets or chicken mm-hmm. strips and like all sorts of other bullshit. Like the first thing I'll eat is that pizza. So I yes. get it. Like it's just so satisfying. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I'm talking I'm I'm not I'm not uh talking shit on what you get i'm with all that i'm talking shit on you eating all that and not looking like me but (laughs) because i still tammy and i will still get lunchables pizza every now and then so i'm down in the dirt babe i love fucking man red baron dude and i don't mean to compare red baron to whatever harrison created i think it was tenfold better but still it's there it's going away you know yep. what I mean? I'm fucking taking it down. God damn it. And I'm not leaving leftovers. I'm smashing that entire pizza in my face. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. So we haven't talked in a while because you were offline. Because you yeah. were on I was off the grid. You were off the grid. Yeah, man. Uh, so since... 2013 we actually figured this out this year how long cat and i have been going on vacations to the adirondacks um we've been going since 2013 so this was like our 10th year going that's crazy there was the covid year they were shut down and there was one year we took off because i think it was the year my brother was getting married so like 2018 Mm. with his wedding and we had like planned another trip out to vegas to see like the flyers play Mm the Vegas golden Knights and their inaugural season. And it was like this all inclusive package we bought. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, you know what, let's just take one year off of the Adirondack. So it's like our eighth time going up there in 10 years. Um, and it's like, it, it's similar to what you see on dirty dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like, but their cabins, I would describe them more as like bungalows where the cabins we stay in are, are nicer quite frankly like the bed's nice it's a nice bathroom and you have like a nice living room you have electricity but the only thing that you're using electricity for is like the lights and a refrigerator and that's it there's no tv there's no nothing you definitely don't get cell phone service so like you're truly off the grid and it's just so relaxing it's so much fun and i should like i should have reversed so the whole reason i even knew about this it's called the waldheim and we stay on Big Moose Lake, okay. which is like a pretty decent sized lake, and um, there's there there's plenty of it's big enough to do a ton of like water skiing and tubing and mm. those types of like water activities. Uh, anyway, like my we also figured this out this year. So like my mom has two brothers, so I have two uncles, and the three of them we used to go up as a family to like hang out with that side of the family once a year at this camp. Um, one of my uncles is from Oneida, New York. Okay. He'd actually, he actually passed away, I think, in like 2014, 2015. Um, but he, he used to vacation there on his own with his family, and it was his idea to invite the other brother and my mom to just like have a way for that side of the family and cousins and everything to like hang out for a week. So, you know, we're in Philly, he's in Oneida, New York, and the other brother was out in California. So it was like, we just, like most families, I feel like in the Philly area, they're much closer (laughs) than that, whereas we were not. But it was so great to go to this place to like, just ball out for a week with your your family. Um, So we went from 88 to about, I want to say like 2002, and I'm the youngest of all the cousins. So by that time, the other cousins are like married and having kids and just life happens and gets in the way. So like not as many people were coming. So we just, it just kind of faded away and never 
was a thing again. Um, but then like with meeting cat and like, I always talked about this fucking place to her. I was just like, there, I have so many memories from this place that I always wanted to go back. And I finally like brought her up there in 2013 and she was like very trepidatious about it. Cause mm-hmm. like it was the first time we were going on a vacation together, just the two of us. Um, I hadn't been there in over a decade. A lot had happened in say, you know, like 2008 with the economy crash. She didn't know how that would like affect up there. Mm -hmm. And she just also didn't know exactly what I was saying when it came to the cottage, you know, she doesn't want to be in a tent. She doesn't want to be even maybe glamping, you know, like she wants a proper home with a proper bathroom. So like once we got up there and she saw it, she just like immediately fell in love with it. (laughs) She was like, Oh my God, this is for me. So, um, yeah. So that's where I was the past week. Uh, we did shit, little hiking normally. Uh, so, so the camp it's, it's, I always also describe it like it's, it's basically like an all-inclusive resort, yeah. but it's up in the middle of the woods on a lake it's as opposed beautiful. to like... I'm looking at pictures now. It looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you just type in The Waldheim into mm-hmm. Google, it's the first link, there, and you can check it out. Um, but yeah, so there, there's a main dining hall where you get fed three times a day, so you don't got to worry about food. Um, there is a cabin girl so that while you're at Hello. one of your meals, yeah, what not does like that, that mean. I don't know what that means. It's how it's housekeeping, <laughs> like like at a hotel. Okay. So when you're at one of your meals, they like pop into your cabin and just like make your bed oh. a quick like vacuum, just make sure the place is tidy and like clean. That's cool. Yep. Uh, there, there's also a cabin boy and and they or I'm sorry, wood boy. So wood like boy. he and there's there's like <laughs> this place no sounds like, awesome. Dude, it's great. Uh, There's no more than, I think, 20 cabins. There's probably like 15-ish cabins. And the wood boy, one by one, hits all of the cabins super early in the morning, probably around like 5 or 6 in the morning, to come in like, it sounds creepy, but he comes in quietly and and starts you a fire. In your room? Like in your bedroom? It's not in the bedroom. It's it's a separate room. And like you do have a door on your bedroom, so you can like have privacy. But he kind of sneaks in the front door, start, starts you up a fire, and it's still burning by the time you wake up because uh, breakfast is at 8, so you probably should be waking up around 8, yeah. um, and the fire will still be burning. You can like keep it going throughout the day because it's also, at most, it'll get up to 81 or 82 de- degrees in the afternoon, Yeah, but it's also none of the humidity that we get here. Yeah, So like the locals might complain that, 82 is hot but it's not it's not hot at all and then it, at night it gets down to like 60 sometimes even in the 50s oh yeah wow. so that's why you do want a fire yeah. sometimes you know and it's it's just so so nice it's the only time of year that i read books like it's just yeah. it, it's very different um from most people's idea of a vacation i feel like especially in the philadelphia area where like it's it's philly and it's the Jersey Shore, and like that's it. That's that's what mo- most people probably know of the Poconos, but they only go there to ski maybe once a year. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's such a blast. Like I, I just, we'll, we'll never stop going. I don't think you know. That's so great. That's uh, it sounds amazing. And yeah. like, uh, so do you? This sounds kind of like. Have you watched White Lotus? Yes. 
it kind of sounds like that where it's like there's a restaurant everyone on the resort goes to the same restaurant all the time yep. like do you see do you make friends there or so or like kind of like acquaintances like hey how you doing absolutely let's wife swap situation <laughs> no, no wife swapping at least to my knowledge i'm sure there's um, people up there doing it keep an so, eye out for those uh pineapple flags okay <laughs> we uh it works by squatting rights. So the first year, that 2013, I like emailed the person that like you know books these weeks and what whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and she initially, so I really wanted to be in this one cabin called Dream. Dream is the newest cabin. It was being built like when I was still going as a teenager. You know, one of those last years. Mm. And it's essentially the honeymoon suite. It's okay. only for two people. Yeah. It's the only one on you know, the, the camp that is just a two person place and it's just super cute. It's gorgeous. So I just wanted to be in there. I wanted it to be like special for cat. Mm-hmm. And it was of course like book the entire year. So we got waitlisted, but then someone canceled. So we got offered the week. I of course it accepted it. Um, and then the fall. Fo- so like the following year, that same couple canceled so then we went again the same week, and then boom, we have squatting rights. If you go two years in a row the same week, it is your week. That's <laughs> it is cool. Your, wow. It is your week until you say no. So it's almost like timeshare-ish. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like we could like if, say, s- scheduling doesn't work out, we could like ask that same person if we could switch weeks. But anyway, point being the squatting rights. So therefore... The majority of people that are there that week we go are the same people every year. Right. Yeah. So like that. So what I used to do with, so my mom was originally a robotum. That is her maiden name. Cool. <laughs> so, so it was kind of called like robotum week. Cause yeah. we kind of took had, over we, the, the whole place pretty much. There's not that yeah, many. We, yeah. We had like the biggest family gathering there compared to the rest of the people that were up there. So it was just kind of dubbed Robotum Week. Well, mm. the week that Kat and I go up, that is dubbed Regal Week because mm. there's a family that's doing essentially the same thing that we used to do. It's like two sisters and a brother, all their kids, they all go up this week and they're kind of like the 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 highlight of the week. They're the, they're the cool kids in a, in a way, you yeah. know. Uh, there's always one of them that either brings a boat or rents a boat. So there's always water skiing or tubing to be done. Yeah. Um, and it, it like, especially after dinner, after dinner, everyone just kind of gathers on the main dock and then we just watch people water ski or we just bullshit talk about life. Like it's just, uh, it's just so tranquil <laughs> and an escape. And it's just so, so nice. And like this year in particular, I didn't even make a point to do this, but there is Wi-Fi down at the like main dining hall, and that's next to the main office and the main dock. I'll, I used to like bring my phone down every other dinner, or even just every dinner, just to like receive text messages, just make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah. I didn't do that once this year. That's great. I, and I like, I didn't like. I said I didn't mean to do that. It just kind of came naturally. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, there's there's no text. I'm sorry. So there are two nearby towns. One's like 20 minutes away. The other's like 30. The two times we went to one or the other, I just like checked in with my mom to be like, Hey, we're up here. We're having a blast. Just wanted to let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was it, man. It's it's just so so nice. Man, that sounds great. Yeah. Cat loves it, you know, especially 
she just she works a shitload at the restaurant, so mm-hmm. it it's especially an escape for her to like turn off her brain and just chill out and have a good time. <laughs> I bet you could see so many stars at night. Oh, dude. That that's like as long as the sky is clear, that's what we do. Uh, you know, we go out on a dock and there's usually the Regal family, most of them hanging out on a dock somewhere. We all bring beers down or wine or whatever, and we just stare up the, up at the sky. Yeah. It's just, it is the Milky Way. It's incredible the light pollution we have, you know, even out where we were in Chester County, like the, the light pollution. Compared to up there, it's astounding yeah. the amount of stars. We oh, saw the ISS space station a couple times. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. That's, that's like appointment television, you know? Like, there, there's one guy, or there's a few guys at the camp that, like, let everyone know, like, hey, I, ISS is flying by at 945 tonight. Like, they know exactly what's coming by. <laughs> that fucking rocks, dude. It's so bright. Like, you don't need, like, if you just happen to be out on the dock and you would not mistake this. It's so bright. It's so freaking cool. <laughs> Man, so that passes us passes over us all the time. We just can't see it because of light pollution, I guess. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. I got to do something like that. But I have a kid. It's like, I think we got a lot of queer eyes the first year we were up there because that was when we were right around 30 years old and even to this day now that we're i'm 40 cats about to be 40 we're still the youngest people there really our own way Uh, like the the other people that are there around our age they're on their mommy and daddy's dime mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like the regal family all their kids they're they're being paid for by their parents right and like I think that's why the first couple of years, people are like, who the fuck are these people? What are these two up to? What are they? What? Are like, they here to rob us or something? Are they yeah. like, you know, <laughs> what's their, what are they, what's their plan here? And it's it like, even to this day, pe- people like are still discovering that like, well, this is something I did as a child. So I always wanted to come back because they like, they don't understand why I'm here. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It is a very, yeah. Like it, it's just, I don't know. It is something that I think people our age don't seek out. It's just rare too. Like the, it, like I said, like the, these all inclusive deals are two more summery, sunshine, beachy destination type things. Whereas this is totally a unicorn out there, <laughs> right? Uh, the, but I feel like a lot of those places like the dirty dancing style places are now just abandoned or just totally gone. Like that whole scene is gone, but it sounds great. Especially the fucking is the food good. The food is decent. It's, it's not like (laughs) five star restaurant or anything, but it, this year in particular, we were impressed. It, It was actually like really, really good. Um, but there have been years past where it's just like, eh, slop. Yeah, it's like... Is it like when you go to the dining room, is it like, tonight we're eating fish? Or is it like, he? you can have a, a choice of a few different things? The latter. But it's, it's so breakfast is like, you know, it, it's like a typical diner fare where it's like you can grab eggs, you can grab cereal, mm-hmm. you can grab pancakes. Um, certain days they have sausage, certain days they don't. <laughs> All right. A lot of people hit fruit. Um mm-hmm. So breakfast is kind of like a hodgepodge of like what you would see at like a diner, Continental. and then lunch and dinner. There is there's always a there's always a soup. Um, there's two like entree to choose from. Yeah. 
and then there's always dessert at every single meal. And a lot of the families, like, they hit dessert almost every single meal. <laughs> it's vacation. I, I know, but, like, cat, like, we're just... Cat's more of a dessert person than I am, but yeah. even she won't really dabble in the dessert because, like, we're just stuffed by the end of the meal. Yeah. I and rarely also, make it to dessert. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat a gallon of ice cream as a meal itself, but at the it's end sweet. of a meal at a restaurant, I'm fucking toast. Same. Yeah, I I, I prefer to enjoy my, my starter and dinner. Oh, I go heavy than, on the apps. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the soups are always fantastic. Whoever's doing the desserts is probably the same person does like pastries and other things. Because at breakfast, they always bring you um, like just some sort of pastry of some sort or like a muffin. And they're, they're fucking phenomenal. Like they're so goddamn good. <laughs> That's the other thing is about the desserts is like they're always so tempting because you know they're going to be fantastic. And yeah. I think the person that's been doing them has been there for years. Whereas like the the head chef they have, it's like it's constantly rotating because it's such a seasonal thing. It's probably tough to like keep bringing the same person back, you know? Yeah. That yeah. they, they got to like have a source of income in the off season. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. They probably end up finding a better gig. Oh. Sorry, I could talk about this place seriously for two hours straight. Like, I, I just, it's indescribable. It's so much fun up there. I'm jealous. That sounds, I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you because that sounds Thank you. fucking fantastic. Sounds like a dream. I'm glad you get to do it every year. Yeah. I'm looking it was at nice. It's, it says it's. 20 grand a night too so i didn't know you had it like that timbo damn oh yeah yeah i'm doing real good (laughs) (laughs) ah well this is a special episode not only is it episode number 20 i decided that i would uh borrow a gimmick from timmy's own podcast pop addled and we were going to do our own top five now, you inspired it though. You texted me about it, and you were like, we "I texted it to the I texted this. it to the group message. Got no play on it. So I responded. You did. You did. Harrison and Keenan did could not care less. So <laughs> I brought it to you on a personal chat. That was like, I still want to do this, uh, either on your show or on our show, and it's easy. let's just do it on our show. So we're doing top five. Best times to have a cold beer. I have one in my hand right now. Uh, for those that don't listen to Pop Addled, you do top fives from time to time. We do. <clears throat> Keenan and I are going to be recording. Well, he's actually going to drop an episode pretty soon because he recorded with a friend while we while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he saw the Flash movie. And I <laughs> think he's going to be talking about that with his, with his, our buddy Mick, nice. who's a very big DC fan. Um, but then Keenan and I are going to record an episode. Just two of us. We'll probably talk about my vacation again. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely talk about. We both saw Barbie. <laughs> um, I'm seeing Oppenheimer by the time we will record. So I'll probably talk about that, but yeah, from time to time we do top five episodes and we do all sorts of weird like topics, whether Mm. it's one, one of our favorite ones was uh, top five cartoon theme songs. Very good. Very (laughs) good. And I, I would splice in there like a quick, you know, 10 to 15 seconds of the actual theme song. Uh, We also a lot of editing. (laughs) Hold on, Tim. 
Do you hear me? Yeah, that's a good one. I think I should get. Test from the nurse back in elementary school. <laughs> Jesus, what just happened there? Timmy? Yo. Fuck. So, I don't know what just happened, but it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you sound normal now, but you fucking... Spiked? It sounded like weird, like someone hacked into the signal like a fucking robot or a monster or something. It was scary as shit. <laughs> okay, folks, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, our audio might be not that great right now, but we're going to power through. We were cursed. Keenan cursed us for t- taking the top five over to this show and seemingly sabotaged Timothy's microphone. Yeah, so Mike can hear me. But who knows if you guys can. Yep. This might be a lost episode, except for the first half. It might just end with the microphone exploding. (laughs) And if that's the case, that's the case. Maybe we'll do this top five later. But let's fucking do it right now. Okay. I'll kick us off since this was all my big idea. Number five for me. It's hot out, right? You're out in the yard mowing. You're sweating. You fucking mow. You weed whack. You blow the shit back up into the yard. You're done. You put the shit away. Job complete. Walk inside. Grab a cold one out of the fridge. Number five, after mowing the lawn on a hot day. That beer that you earned with your blood, sweat, and tears out there in the yard in the 90-degree heat. Hell yeah, man. I mean, that was my first job when I was a kid. Uh, really, my first big chore was my... I was probably like 10, and my dad showed me how to use the mower. And, Damn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the sweeping of the grass... Or just using the mower to like, this is before we got a blower, um, you know, a leaf blower. Yeah, leaf blower, yeah. forced air. This is before we got one of those, but I just used the mower and its air that would, it would push out to kind yeah. of like push it to the side so that I, my sweep job was like much more minimal. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. I and mean, even that little yard we had at Drexel Hill, the actual mow would take about 10 to 15 minutes, but then the, Maintenance afterwards, yeah, was tedious. Yeah, my fucking grass is long as shit. I keep letting it get too long, and it's rained so much this year. When I go to cut it, it's wet and long. It just chokes my fucking mower, and it takes forever. But you got you got a yard too, man. It's a good size. Yeah. Um, if it was flatter with less trees, I could might be able to pull off the fucking ride on, but. I like the push. I like the alone time. Look, pub, you know, out I in the sun. I haven't had, like, a yard. One of the places I rented before I moved in with Kat, uh, this is probably, like, 2010-ish. Uh-huh. It did have a little yard, and it was, like, our responsibility to mow it. The landlord provided, obviously, the mower and the gas, but, like, 
you know, we had to get out there and mow it. Um, and same thing. Like, if you don't do it at least once a week, it's just, it's just going to get too long. And, <laughs> and then it takes, like, way, way longer than it should. Especially this year with the amount of fucking... It's either bright-ass sun or rain. So it's well-watered grass, and it's just fucking shooting up. All right, what's your number five, pal? My number five was, like... Probably the first one that came to mind. It's it's just while playing video games. It's just so easy for me to. I have a mini fridge right here. Nice. I have my computer and just like play video games and sip on a beer. Um, it, sometimes like I get so into the game that I kind of forget the beer is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next thing you know, like fifty minutes has passed and I have this like full beer. So next thing you know, I'm like chugging it because I don't want it to get too warm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it just kind of goes hand in hand. It's it's very easy for me to drink a beer while playing video games. I didn't know you had the mini fridge in the office, dude. I I had like my brother gave this to me years ago. I think it's like a birthday gift, and I, I used to always have it next to my computer. And then I, we just didn't have room in our last couple apartments, so it sat in my parents' basement for years. But the second we bought this house, I was like, I want that mini fridge. That's awesome. <laughs> Always a dream to have a mini fridge. Like, as growing up, I was like, man, I wish I had a mini fridge in my room. Our fridge down, like, in the kitchen, it's 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 lovely. It's brand new. It's, like, got probably, like, three times the amount of space that we had at our, or in our fridge in our uh, previous apartment. I'm still debating getting, like, another fridge for the basement that, like, is just something that uh, we always had in Drexel Hill that... It, that base, that basement fridge, it was just like filled with, you know, dad had some beer. There was all sorts of soda, yeah. tea cooler from Swiss farms, yes. like just all sorts of other trash. And it also like the freezer was just filled with all of like that. That was, I kind of considered it dad's freezer. Cause like when it was his, uh, responsibility to feed the kids, he'd go and raid the freezer. <laughs> We're having fish stick sandwiches tonight, kids. <laughs> Oh, love it. Fucking love it. So yeah, what's your number four? Number four. Let's see here. Okay, this is a relatively new one. Now that I'm uh, off third shift, I'm home for dinner. Um, So I'm cooking a lot of dinners. And I love to be able to have a beer while... I'm in the kitchen preparing dinner. I used to not be able to do it because, you know, say I'm cooking dinner at 6 p.m. and I got to be at work at 12 or 11. Not enough time in there. But uh, I drink a 6 o'clock beer now. I go to bed at 9. I got time to sleep that beer off. No problem. You know what I mean? Totally. I would love that kitchen beer. While I'm fucking chopping, grating, stirring, pan frying in the kitchen. Kitchen beer for the chef. I deserve it. I'm working hard in there. I got the apron on. You know what I mean? This this lines up perfectly with my number four. And maybe this is on your list too. Because it's the one that inspired this. You, You fired us a picture in text of you grilling with a beer. And... Like now that I have a grill here, thank you, mom and dad. Yes, Holly Parker, who's probably watching this. Love you, Holly. Um, like 
just flipping burgers, flipping dogs, beer in your hand. Like, there's just something very satisfying and, I don't know, American <laughs> about it, you know? Absolutely. It, it's it's fantastic. Uh, you sniped my number one, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> no, dude, there's nothing better that especially, you know, spring, early summer, when you're first back outdoors after you survived another winter fucking springs here we're cooking outside tonight and i got a fucking beer in hand or we're having a barbecue a straight up friends are flooding in you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there's fucking pasta salad people brought i'm manning the grill i'm responsible for all these people i love and guess what's in my left hand an ice cold Coors Light or High Life, right now. High Life, maybe a Modelo, a Pacifico, you know, something that I can stand out in the sun and slug all day. Not an IPA, not outside, <laughs> you know what I mean? It tickles all your senses too. It's like the, the smell of the food yep. or even like being outside and smelling my neighbor's grilling. Love it. Like, you know, with while I'm just hanging out with a beer in hand, it like it makes me feel like I'm there. <laughs> just standing by the fence, like yeah. smelling like it. Wilson from Home Improvement. Hey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> uh, we just got a so I'm setting up my back porch. We just got a flat top grill, which I wanted for so long. Got that out there. Had my dad build a shelf because on our back there's a window on our back porch that goes into the kitchen. So my dad built a shelf on the window. So basically it's like I could fucking open the window and be like, hey, hand me something out. Or, you know, it's like a fucking, uh, like at a diner. Like I'll put the order up. Someone can grab it inside. It's great. It's the best. But I've been fucking throwing onions on that flat top. Man, that smell is otherworldly. Good God. What are we on, number three? We're on number three. What do we got here? Oh, okay. Number three. I got a bunch. I got some... I got some honorable names. Okay. So number three I decided on at a sports game. The first beer in the stadium. You know, you're fucking hype. You're excited. Your adrenaline's pumping. You get that big ass can or something. You spend twenty three dollars on a single beer, but guess what? I'm at the fucking game. I'm gonna watch the fucking Flyers. I'm gonna watch the fucking Phillies or the. You know what I mean? I'm here. I'm fucking hype. It's like that fucking the buzz before a pro sports game when you're a fucking sports fan and you're in the building. It's like, damn, I'm so glad we're here. I'm glad we fucking braid the traffic and the fucking parking and the getting in the building and the security and now we're in and now we got a fucking beer in hand let's find our seats sit down have that first sip damn it's good to be alive today once again we're simpatico buddy yeah number three is sporting events but i'll i'm not one upping you but i'll go more specific okay to like yeah baseball obviously goes hand in hand for me it's beer and peanuts 
Okay. The peanuts family. That's like our go-to snack. Nice. Like Cracker Jacks and there's all, you know, cotton candy. Like my dad never really dabbled in cotton candy because it was just a mess. Uh, you get all sticky. Your whole body, hands, yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, I've never been like a big ice cream person just in general. So that that's like never been my thing at the game. Uh, but yeah, hot dogs, peanuts, beer. But I've definitely been to plenty of baseball games where it's just so ungodly hot. Where I'll drink a beer or two, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm not drinking another beer this game. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go more specific to football and fo- football because of if you're there in December, January, like even with your gloves on, the cold beer it, with gloves on, it's not gonna like freeze your hand or anything. But then the outside temperature just keeps your beer cold, so you don't. Oh have to yeah, this yeah. Thing, you know, yeah. Um, and then I think the best beer drinking sporting event is a hockey game. Yeah. Because it's like, it's 20 minute periods, and then the intermission's almost exactly 20 minutes. That's the perfect amount of time to go take a leak and go grab two more beers or a beer, come back to your seat, you drink that beer or two in that 20 minutes of hockey, yeah. and then rinse repeat for the next intermission. Like, it's so perfectly set up. And also, it's an ice sport, so it's like, a little chillier in the arena, but it's not, like, frigid or anything. But still, once again, like, keeping your beer, you know, not not in 90-degree baseball weather. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that the hockey beer drinking experience is the penultimate with football being a close second. Love it. Fucking love it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. For sure. For sure. Those Flyers beers. And there's always, like, when you're in the bathroom, there's always one guy wearing the opposing team's jersey, and everyone gives him shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, once again, I think it's more playful. It's, it's nothing, like, too vicious. Like, we, we keep talking about on this podcast about, you know, the the bad eggs in the Philly fandom. The toxic element. There yes. it is. But anyway, we- keep going. Number two. Okay. The first beer when you meet friends at a bar that you have not seen for a long time. When you first fucking see your bud or buds and it's been, you know, you've been friends the whole time, but it's like, holy shit. All three or four of our schedules by the grace of God have lined up where we could all be free this afternoon to go to PJ Wheelahan's, you know what I mean? And fucking all order a beer, get some fucking wings, and just that first, and everyone says, cheers, good to see you, good to see you. And when you show up, you fucking give each other hugs with the big slap on the back, like, God, it's good to see you, and the fucking cheers. Good to see you in that first sip. It's like, once again, a theme throughout my list. Damn, it is good to be alive right here, right now. This is the good stuff. And that's another scenario where that beer, I probably won't pay attention to because I'm just like so ecstatic to be in good company. Mm-hmm. I-, I care more about the conversation than I do about this beer and the actual getting drunk or whatever. Yeah. 
I'll probably not. I'll probably drink it in like an hour and a half and be perfectly happy with that. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably drink it in thirty seconds. But yeah, <laughs> same same thing. I don't care. It's just like I'm just so hyped to see my my buds. Nothing better than buds. You know what I mean? Friends. Like goddamn, especially just shit gets complicated. And I mean, we just added a kid, so shit gets even more complicated. You know what I mean? Trying to coordinate. Adult schedules is tough. So, so anybody listening, cherish those times you get to go out and see your buds. Yeah, like, uh, so my birthday is July 14th. I just turned 40. The guy I, yeah, I found out on like Twitter or something because you were, yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was throwing it out there like, hey, I'm going to a barcade tonight if anybody's interested. Like, thanks for the zero heads up. <laughs> I I know I didn't text anybody about it, but yeah, like the Friday, the fourteenth actually landed on a Friday. I hung out with my brother in the city. We went to uh, Frankfurt Hall and had a couple beers there. Then we went over to this pizza joint called Bedia or Bedia, and it's like pretty renowned. And we had reservations. The pizza was fucking amazing. Nice. And then we rolled over to Barcade. Played a couple. There's actually a shitload more pinball there now from when I was there last. I'm into that. Yeah, I know you are. Um, so yeah, played a little like Adam's Family. That was like one of my go-to pinball games. Mm. Uh, anyway, point being, then then that Saturday, the 15th. So the dude I lived with before I moved in with Cat, we lived together for almost like six or seven years. Damn, you guys were almost common law married. Exactly. <laughs> We coincidentally have the same exact birthday, seven fourteen eighty three. Wow. So his girlfriend threw him a party at like the bar he always hangs out at in Westchester, Ryan's. They have this updoor or updoor upstairs, like kind of private area. So she invited me, which like I was so ecstatic about that I was the first person to RSVP yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was just so cool that to include me, like his name's Matt Hyman. Uh, maybe I shouldn't like dox the guy. <laughs> he, uh, like, we were roommates for a while. We're friends, but we don't like text a lot, really at all. But we're, we're we're friends. But I was just like, it's just like one of those friends where like if you were to text once a year, like you pick up right where you left. Yeah. Off. Like you kind of know exactly where you are. In, yes. In Time and uh, distance do not affect the bond. Totally. Um, and I just was like super ecstatic that she thought to include me. So of course I went and there was just a bunch of people there that I hadn't seen in a while. Like one of, one of which being the owner of Appetite. So like got to tell them all about my new home and just like my new job. And like, just, it was so nice to catch up with those people. So I know that feeling that like, you're just like ecstatic to be with people that like you truly care about and you truly love. Yeah. And that was one of those scenarios where my first beer, I, I don't even remember if, if how long it took me to drink it, but I was just like so happy to like talk to these people. Sorry, I just wanted to like elaborate no. on kind of what you're talking about. I love it. You fucking know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you're a up. Long-winded story to tell <laughs> what you were saying. We're on number... We're here to tell stories, Tim. That's why people listen. Okay? <laughs> Good point. Uh, we're on number two? Uh, Correct. So, coming full circle, back to my vacation, stargazing. So, like, also in your cabin, or at least in our cabin, we get one of those little ice buckets, like you would get at a hotel. 
even though, like, there are a couple ice trays in the freezer to make ice, but I think a life hack that people don't know about this place is that, and I learned this from my now passed away uncle, rest in peace, Uncle Joe, uh, he used to do this. He used to go down to the dining hall and just take their ice out of their, like, industrial ice machine mm-hmm. and put it in his, like, those ice bins, and that's what he would use for cocktail hour before dinner. He would use that for the ice instead of the stupid little ice trays. Mm-hmm. He would run out of that in, like, a day. Yeah. And you'd have to, like, probably even run out of before cocktail hour was over. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, like, just, I, after... Once, you know, sun's down, I, I do that. I go down and I just stick a couple beers and like maybe a, a seltzer for cat in this ice bucket, go down to the dining hall, raid their ice, dump it in this bucket, and then we go down to the dock and just like lay down, look at the stars, cold beer in hand, and just space the fuck out and talk about life. And it's just, it's just like another, it's unlike any experience on earth that I have experienced. It's so, so nice. Ugh, that sounds so good to me. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. We have beer cozies as well that are like local. Uh, there's one from a local brewery. Um, there's another one from just like a local mom and pop shop that sells like kind of like t shirts and hats of swag of like Adirondack y, mm. you know dorky stuff man Um, yeah it's just so nice up there that's my number two and we already talked about my number one outside in front of the grill yeah man now what's your number one yeah my number one so yeah my number two and number one i i was kind of alluding to that in my text to you that they're very specific to me um and my number one is (laughs) it's a story so on our honeymoon, this is 2019, uh, we went to Seattle for three days or four, and then we went to Vancouver for three or four, it was basically an entire week. Uh-huh. Um, we took a train from Seattle up to Vancouver, and it kind of hugged the coast for a little bit of it. It was cool. Um, when you get off the train, you grab your luggage, and that's when you go through customs, you know, it's a border. Uh-huh. Um, I have a record. I have two DUIs. Oh, yeah. So they ask you that question, you know, do you, something to the, they, they worded it like, have you ever been convicted of a crime that you were fingerprinted for? And I said, yes. <laughs> I didn't want to lie to these people. You can't. So I immediately got shuffled over to this like side room. And now I'm in, uh, there's, there's a, there's a woman over here and there's like a couple tables and she keeps asking me like further follow up questions, like really get to the details of exactly like when, what the hell it was. Um, and so the actual, the actual second UI happened in like 2008. So this is 2019. We're talking like a little over 10 years ago, but I don't know if they go by like when I completed all of my, you know, consequences and shit. But they just kept asking all these questions. And in the meantime, there were a couple other people that got shuffled over here and they like had their luggage out on one of these tables and this other person's like rummaging through all of their shit <laughs> to make yeah. sure they're like, I don't know, not bringing drugs in or whatever. Yeah. And that's like, 
you know, we're still just kind of waiting for, like, I don't know what they're going to do with us. And that's when I noticed there's straight up jail cells on the side of this room. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm spending the night in one of these cells, and I don't know what the hell Cat's going to do. Right. Um, eventually, to not make this story too long, they they did have some guy, like, come in and, like, give this, like, notarized, like, proper form. I still have it somewhere. You're technically inadmissible. Yeah, so I didn't realize that Canada has a law that if you committed any, like, certain crime within the past 10 years, you're not allowed in Canada. Yeah. And and they they said that to me, and they're like, Did, were you aware of this? I was like, absolutely not. I just didn't think that that would be a thing. Um, but anyways, they let me in, and then we got in a cab, we went to the hotel, and, like, our room wasn't quite ready yet, so we hit, like, the hotel bar. That beer <laughs> and a glass of wine for cat. That's the reverse of what I've been saying. That went down so fucking fast. Yeah, yeah. And it was so satisfying to, like, we made it. I am not in jail. Uh, damn. The, we didn't get turned was, away at the border. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, all of the thoughts were running through not only my brain, but Kat's brain. Like, she was on the verge of tears. Like, she thought, like, this is it. This is the end of our honeymoon. We're going to have to, like, go home. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, like, on the fly, dial up a fucking flight home. <laughs> like, it, it just, all of the bad thoughts were going through our brain. So that beverage was so, so, so satisfying. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. It's now such a good laughing point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, that's, some people may not know, like, I think you have to go through, like, to do it properly, you gotta go through, like, um, what are they called, uh, it seemed like there was some sort of form or some sort of process you can go through to, like, get vetted. What do you call the place that's, like, it's in a foreign country, but it's technically your sovereign land in that country. Embassy. You gotta like do shit with the embassy and stuff. It's like serious business for a DUI and stuff. Yes. They don't want your ass in there, you fucking drunkard. You're gonna run over some Canucks. No way. Um, so I have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I'll combine two. Uh, on the beach, which I've actually never done. I've never been to a beach where you're allowed to drink and I'm a law abiding citizen. So I don't, I mean, the only time I ever snuck beers on a beach you're not allowed to drink on was with Mike's girlfriend's dad. And I was just too scared to enjoy them. You know what I mean? Uh, or by the pool, some cans by the pool because you can't have glass by the pool. Especially if it's like not a public pool, but your friend's pool and you're just fucking floating in it, drinking beers, fucking can't beat that. And this is similar to the bar, but when you first beer at a party, like you show up to the party, you're saying hi, a little nervous, you know, when you first walk in and that first crack in the beer, taking a big gulp, like kind of calming your nerves. And then, like, settling in, like, okay, this is a party. Now I'm ready to party. Let's get loose and let's have fun. Through our, you know, 20 episodes of doing this, I, I can tell that you're more, you're more socially 
or you have a little anxiety. Yes. Walking into like a social scenario Mm -hmm. where, and I I love meeting people like you and picking your brain about those types of things because like, that's so not me. I'm not extroverted in any sense, but those scenarios have never bothered me at all. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Especially in, in, I mean, I don't want to call myself a lunatic, but in my 20s, like, I was the guy who just would show up with a beer bong. Yeah, I'm, uh, at, I'm, uh, at first I'm shy, but then once that, once I'm over that, then it's like, oh shit, there's a crazy person in my house screaming. Yeah, I mean, I wish she would leave. was kind of like a good example of that. Uh huh. You know, we all showed up. It was like, we all felt each other out. Yeah. And then, you know, Brian talked your ear off for a solid two hours about movies. <laughs> Woo! You know, we're back at, you know, the mansion doing shots of tequila. That was so fun. <laughs> I was so happy to be back at that mansion. That was great. Yeah, that was a good after party. Well, Tim, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah. I threw the shower beer in there. <laughs> Love a shower beer. Yeah. Something about the hot water versus the cold beer. Just mm-hmm. a nice thing. I threw in concert. But... Yeah. <sighs> Like I, I love I love having a beverage at a, at a concert, but it's usually just one because I don't really want to leave piss a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if it's general admission, you're not getting back to your spot if you oh, gotta go totally. piss. Yeah, you gotta clean your space and then just like stay. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw Phoebe Bridgers, not only was I on acid, sorry Holly, but <laughs> I was also alone, so nervous. So I got uh, and they had they sold. The big cans of beer. Mm. And I got up to the rail and was on the rail. And for a lot of Phoebe's set, I was just like <laughs> getting to a dangerous point where I'm going to pee my pants in front of all these teenagers. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like at a certain point, I got to leave and it's going to be if I don't if I run into any resistance getting to the bathroom, I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> But yeah, that was one of those situations where I was like, man, I shouldn't have got this second beer because I just got to pee and that's all I'm thinking about, which sucks. There but, was one concert I went to at the Electric Factory by myself because like eventually certain concerts, Cat would be like, yeah, I don't know. You're, you're on your own for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I was upstairs at the Electric Factory because I guess t- typically concerts upstairs is where you could drink and downstairs you couldn't. If yeah. I recall correctly. Anyway. I'm like on the rail. I actually had a seat. <clears throat> oh man! And same thing. I had like two beers, and it like eventually I just had to pee. And there was a couple next to me, and I just very politely asked them, "Can you guys see my seat?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." Went and pissed real quick. Came right back, and they saved my seat. Awesome. Uh, and I bought them a couple beers. Very nice. Like, oh my god! You didn't have to do that. I was like, "No, no, no. you guys." <laughs> yeah. You saved this. Very it's good. Like prime real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a stranger, like you would, yeah. you you had to, you were risking having to tell another stranger you can't sit there, like <laughs> right. pro- possibly getting into a confrontation with somebody to defend a person's seat that they've never met in their lives. Yep, that's great. You love people like that, and you did the right thing. You got him a beer. Very nice. Strike them up in conversation and like horn in on their parade or anything. Uh, I just was like, here it is. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. 
Let's rock. If you guys want a thruple situation later, we'll talk about it, but let's enjoy the show first. Yeah, I don't know if I told you that when we were at we were at a wedding out in Minnesota. I don't know if you remember me talking about that. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, there was a couple that is like in a thruple where they live, but they were eyeing me up that night add me to their thruple. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man. Cat hates that I keep bringing it up. I'm like, hey, I still got it. Hot baby. stuff. <laughs> what can I say, huh? <laughs> well, let's for a moment pray to the gods of podcasting that this top five was salvageable and we won't have to do it again. But we at least got a good ha- first half of the episode. Um, if anyone is still with us, listening, if it's what I can hear now, it will be difficult to listen to. But uh, but I'm going to do what I can in post to try to fix it. And uh, we thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, we recently had a, a great episode of Do Mantled over on the Pop Adult feed about... Uh, Tide. Crimson Tide. A lot of fun. I keep a lookout for. <clears throat> um, you guys have a topical or what you were talking about earlier, and then Doom Adam will be back with Enemy of the State eventually when we coordinate four schedules again. And uh, we just had a great monthly on our feed, and it's August, so. Keep a lookout for the next monthly. But thanks, everyone, for being with us for 20 episodes of MCT. Very successful show here on the network. Uh, It's a lot of fun. I look forward to it every month, Tim. Uh, Learning more and more about you every every week. It's it's been fun. Um, Likewise. We it's an interesting. We're. We're both millennials, right? Yeah. We're, we are definitely like a yeah. micro generation apart. Like, yeah. Four years, five years. That's a whole, we would like, wouldn't have been in school together, basically. So it's like, it's interesting. But anyway. It's like Mandy and, uh, Tyler. You know? Yeah. They, they actually just invited me to like a concert. And I was like, I don't know those bands, but I'll go hang out with you guys. And they, they, they tend to name drop bands that like are in the same genre of shit I like. Yeah. But it's I'm just like just enough older yeah. than that it just didn't hit the same for me. Or yeah. I didn't quite get into that scene. You know? For sure, for sure. I like so like I'm a fan of like Newfound Glory. Same. And then there's a generation I'm like Newfound Glory and Blink, right? Yep. And then there's a generation of bands named after their songs, like man overboard and like <laughs> yeah. story so far it's like a good point. and that's like just i like same thing like i'm just a little older like a micro generation away from those being my bands yep but i'm an elder millennial i'm newfound glory <laughs> you know what i mean but good charlotte brah good charlotte this is good charlotte the little things <laughs> Anyway, thanks everybody. Thanks Timmy. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I hope uh hope this doesn't affect your work if your microphone's fucking busted. Yeah, good point. I mean, no one said anything about it today, but maybe It was fine now. the first ha- I'm saying it was totally fine the first half of the episode. Yeah. 
now it's fucked. But I have another headset. It's just at the office, so maybe I'll just have to transport it. Whatever. Right. Deal. But that one we already tested it. Remember, it didn't sound as good. Right. But it sounds better than yours does now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I'll see you at the movies. Go Phils, go Birds. Go Phils, go Birds. Bye.